Yo, what's going on, Golden Gamers? Welcome back to another week, another episode of Radio Melee. Today we are joined by SFAT, aka Zach, as he would as I asked beforehand, and he preferred to be called throughout the episode. And uh, of course, as always, holding it down, Toph. What's up, man? Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, and I'm curious how SFAT's doing, Zach. You yes. just got back from uh, low, no, Lost Tech City. Tech City. Uh, yeah. And, you know, there's there's a whole bunch of huge tournaments coming up. Obviously, I think you're going to be competing at at least probably one of them. Probably more than one. So um, just how you how you feeling? How you doing? How's the grind been? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, um, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, I always wanted to be on one of these, but oh. you know, it just never worked out with yeah. our schedules before. But mm -hmm, right. mm -hmm. I've got a lot more time now, so you know, I, I'm super happy to be on. Um, yeah, this past tournament was uh, it was fun. You know, not quite as well as I wanted to do, but had a had a real blast hanging out with Mango and a bunch of the Texas people, and uh, the upcoming weeks are going to be pretty busy got a yeah. big house this week then yep. off season the week after that and then ludwig's thing the week after that and then a little lull and then hopefully summit and then yeah. we'll probably go to uh lombardi also in socal Ooh, wow wow yeah i mean that's a lot and i also i also want to make sure that people know if they somehow don't i mean zach mm. is uh one half of potentially the strongest doubles team we've seen in melee pufat uh oh. very strong doubles player he's ripped he's vegan uh you know he's 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 got some time in the scene under his belt got some things going on for him so if you guys have any questions about that exclamation radio melee my chat tof's chat hop on into the discord server ask some questions because i mean this guy, this guy knows some stuff, man. I yeah. think he's got some good answers for people. But uh, you, you know, in the and meantime, you've been vegan for you've been vegan for how long, Zach? Mm. Yeah, like five years. Twenty seventeen. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's been a minute. Jeez. What what caused not... the switch? What did cause the switch? I'm curious about this. Yeah. So I uh, I had kind of just moved into the CLG gaming house at the time in SoCal mm. when we did have a house, and uh, we had a chef there. We were pretty fortunate to have the homie Andrew, you know, cook all of our meals. And, uh, you know, I just read a book, this is Rich Roll's book. I don't know if you guys know Rich Roll. He's a, mm -hmm. he's a popular YouTuber, um, athlete, vegan athlete. And it was just mm -hmm. kind of his memoir of, like, realizing in his 40s that he's might not make it to his 50s. <laughs> and oh, wow. then I started thinking about my parents wow. and, like, how you know, unfit they are and like how, you know, they have difficulty getting up without pain and stuff. And I was like, well, like, wow, maybe I need to like switch something up so that I don't become like that. And I just kind of give it a shot. I was fortunate enough to have someone who could help me make meals for me. Right. So yeah. it was a little bit easier of a transition than most people. And, um, you know, it was just kind of one meal at a time. It wasn't like an overnight thing. It was like over the course of a couple months, I slowly, just weaned off of animal products and then eventually i was like i, I don't even want them anymore so wow yeah and, and did you 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 were already um if i remember the timeline correctly though you were already kind of fit no or was this also kind of the time you started your fitness journey uh, no so i i've been going to the gym with uh coach bobby for yep. since i don't know we were a out long of high time school. right yeah like yep. since we were 18 28 now 
Um, but Ooh. I never, food was never like a real focus. It was just sort mm. of like, I need to eat enough. I need to make sure I'm eating enough and eating mostly good food, whatever that meant. And, right. but I never really like counted calories or counted anything. Um, and I wasn't really conscious about what I was eating. Uh, but when I, when I switched to, you know, plant-based, I became much more, well, I had to be much more like knowledgeable and become more aware of like what foods I should be eating and which foods I should be prioritizing. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I loved, and, you know, I think, you know, there's just been this trend kind of going in melee with, you know, so many more health conscious mentally and physically uh top players and so I, it's it's just cool to see you as an example of that i mean if you guys go to sfat's twitter zach's twitter you're gonna see uh he's just flexing sometimes and looking mm -hmm. good man so uh and and i i i wanted to kind of ask um because you mentioned you know, you said your 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 parents were having pain and things like that. W were you noticing any sort of pain or any sort of difficulty that sort of went away when you started eating more plant based? Like what? Like because you you've committed to it, and so there must be something really good about it. And so just so people can kind of get an understanding of that, what's that like? Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to remember exactly how I felt before being plant based. And like Tove said, I've been working out for a while now, for like a decade. So um, I, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure. Okay. <laughs> like, I think Fair. I was in a pretty, pretty unique spot. I do think like I have less, you know, whether this be because I, I take care of my hands better or what, but I feel like I have less inflammation in my mm. forearms than I used to. Wow. I used to get pretty bad, um, you know, tendonitis-like pain in my forearms from playing, but now, whether it be vegan or the taking care of myself or taking more breaks in between my practice, like mm -hmm. it's probably a combination of all the three, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's hard to say. I, and, and I never had like some outstanding health issues or anything. I just, right. I just knew that when I was, or I knew that I wanted when I was 60 or 70 to not have to struggle as much as my parents struggle. Right. And it, and it sounds like you're not struggling. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. This, so far, so good. this kind of, you know, it's funny. I almost, like, I almost feel like, in a weird way, there's, like, less, I feel like the community as a whole somehow got better at taking care of themselves. Because I remember, and both of you probably remember as well, there was a period a couple of years ago where it felt like almost every top player had hand issues and, and it was a really big deal and people joked about it and people, you know, even, um, yeah, I mean, down to like, you know, Mango, you know, Mango was talking about like, oh, I don't know how much longer I got because of my hands. And, you know, this was when Silent Wolf obviously had the hand mm -hmm. issues. And mm -hmm. It felt like for a while, like every top player had had some kind of hand issues or hand health or, you know, and, and now it, it actually really feels like you don't hear that much about that kind of thing anymore. Relative to 2015, 2016? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have y'all observed you know, that? I think we kind of, we got older. We yeah. learned how to take care of ourselves. We had like people like uh, HP1 gamers yep. come in yep. and sort of yeah. like They're awesome. share knowledge about how we should be taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I think 
I'm sure it's still prevalent in a lot of people yeah. and maybe not talked about as much as it should be or could be, but, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I do. I agree. I think we have gotten better at taking care of ourselves and so. Kind of interesting. Yeah. I just kind of noticed that mm -hmm. as, as, as you were talking about it. and I was like, you know, it, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's awesome. And, and for you too, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, you know, especially with, with the forearm inflammation and stuff like that, just like any kind of those sorts of symptoms, I feel like they can get worse. So it's, it's cool oh, that yeah. they got better. Yeah. Um, to everybody in the chat, everybody who's tuning in, everybody's tuning on YouTube, y'all should keep in mind. I like to do my little reminder every, we do this pretty much every Tuesday, 3 PM Pacific, 6 PM mm -hmm. Eastern would love for y'all to come by me or PP's Twitch stream. And, uh, you know, check it out because you get to uh, join us live on air. And all you have to do is type exclamation mark radio melee. We've already got a couple questions coming in. So if you've got something you want to ask SFAT or us, me and PP, or just give us some spicy take about the upcoming tournaments and get us to talk about it, uh, you can make us talk about pretty much whatever you want. Um, tourney season. And all you got to do is, yeah, tourney season's coming up. So exclamation mark radio melee. Um, hop in the Discord, get in that submit topics here channel. You know the drill. Um, and before we get to our callers, you know, we like to do a little thing called the community voice. We mm. like to check out, uh, we like to check that out and see what, uh, what y'all said over the course of the week about, in this case, the question posed <laughs> by our previous guest, who was Pip Squeak and Pip Squeak. Yes. Pip Squeak. And he gave his, a, his question was, uh, interesting to say the least. His question was, yeah. why am I, or guy. maybe all of Europe, the villain and the villain. Yeah. Why are we the villain? Yeah, maybe we. I hopefully we just answered that as uh, as a pipsqueak only thing, so we do not try and say all of Europeans are the yeah. villain. But we'll see yeah. what YouTube said. Um, well, Constantine Walter said, "I think the answer to this question lies the obsession U.S. Americans have with being the hero." Okay. All right. Well, here we go. I, I'm kind of into this. I'm kind of into this. U.S. Americans are faced with proleus propaganda from very young age. When I, as a German, first learned about the Pledge of Allegiance to U.S. schools, I could not believe it. I think with the lacking public and affordable education, people are more susceptible to this propaganda and latch on to living in the greatest country in the world, a big part of their identity. Of course, a lot of historic reasons also play into U.S. American patriotism, but I wanted to write a YouTube comment on a whole essay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's certainly, especially in Melee, it's just the fact that, you know, most, most Melee players reside in North America. It's where the biggest tournaments are. So I guess it's easy to get into this mindset as like, you know, this is the home team. And then if you're traveling here, it's the it's the visiting team or whatever. And I feel like it used to be especially more so that way with like, you know, the USA chance and stuff kind of toned those down over the years. But uh, I mean, it's not a bad point. Uh, Andrew Bank has said something about you, PP. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I did notice this and I did think about it when it happened. Yeah. Um, he said, just an observation. I've never seen PP describe anything as terrifying, but him subconsciously using it several times to describe Pip and Europe. Okay, I did not say that about Europe. Is telling. It's mostly that Europe has clashing pride with the U.S. Japan is too humble to be prideful, and Australia is too self derogatory. Uh, there's a lot that to unpack. That is true. There is that so much is to super it. true. It is impossible to hate Australia. <laughs> Are, do you they, know what I mean? They're just, they just they're hate, so they hate on themselves a lot. I don't remember. Uh, uh, Josh man, when he was on being that. No, but yeah, but they're, but, but they just don't take themselves seriously at all. I feel like, and sure. you know, Josh man is quick to be like, Oh, you know, think about all the times he talks about controllers. You ever heard him talk about Australian controllers? 
he does like saying that he had to do notches himself for like a long time. Yeah, he's like, I'm the only person in the whole continent who could do notches. Like Australian controllers are the worst controllers. If you, the average Australian player is playing, you know, they've got this plucky kind of underdog spirit to them in in a way that I don't think Europe does. And I'm not super sure why. Yeah, I mean, I I think Australians are just funny people. Yeah, Australia is super funny people. I've, I've, you know, I really enjoyed the Joshman episode. That guy's wild. Um, I don't know about a whole lot of other Australians, but at least that one's fun, uh, pretty, pretty lit. And I, you know, Hope I his arm gets better. Same, same. Very important. <laughs> yeah. Get well soon. And I also, you know, I was, I think about in other esports, right? Like NA versus EU. Like I think about that's very common. And I, I, I believe uh, I see that a lot in like Counter Strike, for example. I see like, you know, NA aim, Omega lol, like in the chats when someone, when someone's playing or whatever, right? And so I don't know if this is, I think this might just be like the scene, like Tope was saying, is largely centered in America because there's just more players and and there's just more tournaments. And so, you know, people from anywhere else, it's just it's just different. And I, I don't relate to this person because I don't know them maybe as much. Right. And so I think it's it's probably just more of that. Um, mm. But yeah, again, I, I just would like to clarify, I did not say Europe was terrifying, but uh <laughs> Uh, anyway, Terry Martin uh, here with uh, uh, disagreement with the premise, um, which is fair. But if anyone is the villain of Melee, it is Hungrybox. People who end mm-hmm. up as villains tend to have outspoken or sometimes abrasive personalities. Your left ends, your fictions, and yes, even your hip squeaks. But I think this <laughs> villainizing happens at the individual level and not the regional level. I don't foresee anyone rooting against Solo Battle if he ever makes his way to the U.S. Yeah, I think a lot of people. Yeah, I think people are going to cheer for that guy. Yeah, that yeah I, I feel like I'm I'm more inclined with Terry here because uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it is much more at an individual level. Like we're not rooting against like Triff, say. Like I don't see no. anyone like hating on Triff or or uh, any of the French players or Z. Yeah, so Prof. Imagine rooting against Prof. Yeah, exactly. Prof. No one's gonna root against Prof. Right. Exactly. But then what but then when I brought up Prof last week, Pipsy said, "Well, but UK. Everyone knows the UK. They're not really Europe." Oh my. And we're like, all right, okay. Yeah, I, can, I just I couldn't understand why why people thought he was. Well, it's true. The UK is not EU. True. I so can, yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? That's just a fact. I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do <laughs> to answer your <laughs> yeah, question. Well, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> glad we got to the bottom of that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Did Did you have more questions uh, for for Zach, or should we get should we get some some more callers in here? Um. Well. You know, I, I tell you what, what we can do, uh, we, we touched oh. on a couple things and we can kind of see if other callers are going to go into it more. And if not, we can always leave a couple yeah. minutes at the end to go into more because we have a few. Let's see if, how, sure. how many we get to and how the discussion goes, you know? Yeah, let's do it. Um, we got our first one here. Professor K, what's up? Uh, where are you K. calling in from? What's your question for us today, gamer? Hey guys, uh, my name is Professor K. I come to you from uh, coastal Georgia, more specifically uh, Savannah. Mm. And uh, my question is today, do you think that there's any contentious feelings be- between Melee and Ultimate Communities? There are figureheads who play both games like Hungrybox and Gay Breezy, but not many beyond those few. Uh, have you noticed any contentious feelings between the communities? Uh, what, what do you think, good, Zach? Good week to get, yeah, because yes. SFAT, you, like we were around in those days, so... Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Um, I would say, like, at, at the high level, well, hmm, I don't know. 
if you want to take some time to think about it, you know, we can we can field it up to you. I I don't I don't really see any contentions, but um, I'm sure that they happen. Like I'm right. sure at the mid lower levels, like jokes are still thrown around all the time, like oh ultimate kids or oh melee kids, but. I don't know. I feel like at the at the high level, like we're all super respectful to one another, and we all understand like we're all competitors and and masters of our own game. So I don't know. Personally, I feel like there's nothing but respect. But I I do know that there's probably some hidden um, some hidden contention. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. Like I feel like okay. So like obviously, you know, it's not even a tenth or a hundredth of. Uh, what it was like in the brawl days, like in the brawl days, yeah. you know, people were, were really cruel. Um, and, uh, and, and, and yeah, I mean, anyone would tell you that anyone would tell you that in the brawl days, like there was, that was when it was at its peak, I think pretty yeah. obviously because it was like fresh, like, um, yeah. and we were younger. And so we beefed more, um, and these days, I, I mean, I would say I observe it by far the most at the, like, Twitch chat level, like oh, you yeah, see a lot yeah. of, mm -hmm. yeah, you see a lot of uh, that sort of thing happening in Twitch chat, like all the time. People are always like, "Boo!" You know, when's ultimate? When's mm -hmm. melee? Blah blah mm -hmm. blah. Like old dead game, like low Minecraft Steve or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get it. <laughs> you know, and and I I guess you know I I want to believe that it's just memes because I mean being a shitter in chat is fun. <laughs> like it just is fun. It is fun to say stupid shit in chat. I get it. Like it it is. Um, and, and, and so people say stuff like that. And I mean, I don't try to read too much into it because I, I sort of assume that for 90% of those people or 95% of those people, they wouldn't say that shit to your face. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it is absolutely the case that, that, uh, you know, to a certain degree, you'll hear offhand comments here, here and there. You'll, you'll hear people say things like, uh, like, oh man, you know, like they'll say things about. And they they might disguise it. They might say like, "Oh, you know, the gameplay of this game, blah 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 blah," um, or like, you know, it'll be in little subtle ways. But but it's I I think I think Zach kind of hit the nail on the head. I think I think that we we know each other at this point. Like I'm I'm friends with all the you know ultimate commentators and many many of the top players and and um, I feel like we give each other a lot of respect. You know, like no one's gonna. Like, show me one melee player who's going to shit talk um, MK Leo. You know, I think we all know that guy's amazing, uh, and and none of us none of us can do what he does, right? So yeah, yeah, nasty player, nasty player. Um, so it's I think once you get that level of respect, it's it's a lot harder to yeah, a lot harder to be a shitter in that sense. I think like what you said, like you know, we're we're older now. Like back in the brawl yeah. days there was a lot of immaturity in the community in both communities. So, but now, you know, we're all, a, a lot of us are over 25, over 30. Like mm -hmm. we just, it's just, it's just common respect. Like, you know, mm -hmm. we can mm -hmm. respect each other's differences and still get along. I gotta say that also, um, uh, you know, it is true that there are not that many people that play both games at like a high level or play them a lot. Like there's Hbox, there's M2K, uh, even though he's not really competing, but he you know streams both. But um, there's Plup. <laughs> yes. I, I I will say that like way more there's way more melee interest in Ultimate than there ever has been. Like Smash Four Brawl, like 
that first ultimate summit, it was like five of the, like, who who was there? Mango, Mutiking, Armada, Hungry Box, and Leffen. It was like mm. all the five gods except PP and plus Leffen. So it was like five of the six, you know, god adjacent beings uh, were there and, and competing. And, you know, that was pretty revolutionary. I don't think anything yeah. like that could have ever happened in Smash 4 or Brawl. Mm. And yeah, I mean, Mango mostly doesn't play anymore. Uh, Armada mostly just plays Super Mario 64, but um, definitely a lot more crossover than there ever has been. So, yeah. uh, which I think is nice because I think that I think what it does do, and the reason I think it's important these days is because we value, you know, like bringing fresh faces into the community. And I think that a lot of those people, you talk to people all the time that are like, oh my, you know, I came from Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Mech, Mech's first game was Smash 4, and now Mech is a top 50 melee player. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I love to get more people like that, right? Yeah. Did you guys watch the melee? They had a melee side event in the most recent Ultimate Summit. You guys see that? Mm. Yeah, I watched some of it. Yeah, I saw Spargo's Marth going off. Spargo's Marth was going Cola off. Was yeah. crazy with uh, with Fox. Cola was going crazy. I didn't know yeah. he could move that fast. Cola's pretty good. Cola's pretty good. He used to play a lot of melee, from what I heard. He said he told me when I hung out with Cola at, at Riptide last year. He was telling me he used to play melee with uh, with Drug Fox because he's from Georgia. Wow. So I was like, wow, yeah, that's that's pretty. You know, that's an accolade. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a good question. Have you observed, uh, Professor K, have you observed anything yourself? Or are you just kind of curious what, what our thoughts are? So my observation is more from both sides. Because I play Ultimate and play like Melee fairly mm. equally. I mean, I more compete in Ultimate because I'm just, my hands aren't fast enough for Melee. Shoutouts sure. to Zach and, and PP for that. They're, they're just mm-hmm. insane. But um, what I've noticed mostly is a lot of figureheads, or not, not a lot, there are some figureheads who are kind of salty about the Brawl days. Like I know Coney's pretty salty about the Brawl days. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. talked about a few times on his stream where he was just salty about how a lot of the older Melee players treated Brawl like it was a party game. And I think a lot of Melee, melee players have that feeling that they've been treated like a party game forever and now they feel mm. like sometimes they have to treat the other smash games like party games which isn't fair because i mean we're all that it, it, all the games have a certain competitive level and i've noticed not a lot of melee players but some melee players are kind of dismissive of the game of ultimate i don't i can't really pinpoint exactly where or why i'm not gonna i'm not gonna blast anyone on on radio melee like that but there are some some melee community members who are kind of just like eh, ultimate whatever but it's inarguable that the game is has a large base mm-hmm. so yeah yeah that's a good and, point i've definitely heard you know yeah like coney's a good example i know he's definitely kind of expressed that stuff before um even like yeah and i mean you know yeah i like there's a lot of obviously there was a lot of, uh, you know, we got pretty rambunctious back in the day because I think that, like, you know, I mean, y'all are younger, so as a melee person, yeah. Well, when Brawl came out, I think people took people almost like melee people when the game came out, they almost took it. Personally. They took they, personally, yeah. They took the yeah. game personally. They were like, "How dare the developers of this game 
dumb down the systems and basically say, oh, all of these techniques that you guys are using, like, you know, this is illegitimate and you're putting tripping in because competitive play is illegitimate, you know? And then I think people, uh, unfortunately, took that viewpoint and extended it to the community, to the Brawl community. And they say, and they almost thought, well, by virtue of you guys playing this game, you're agreeing with this viewpoint, which really wasn't true because these people are also trying to compete at a high level and they're trying to, well, use what, you know, the, 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 the new advanced techniques from, from Brawl. And, and, and I think that people conflated this sort of vision of anti-competitiveness, whatever you have you, and they almost made it like, well, the, the, the Brawl community, they must abide by this. They must be, you know, we've got we've to yell at them and tell them they're wrong, you know? And, and I, I just don't think that would happen today anymore because I think, you know, <laughs> I think we've kind of realized that you can't really convert people to your game by just being toxic all day, but that's definitely how it was back then. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good point. There's definitely more cross-pollination than there ever has been for the two communities, i.e. Melee and the Brawl into Smash 4 into Ultimate communities. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. But uh, it was a wild time. It was a wild time. Most definitely. You have any uh, stories from your local scene or anything like that, PP, from, from back in those days? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I I will not I will say right now I I was not exempt. I flamed people. <laughs> I was angry. Um it was many years ago, but I did it and I had fun doing it. Um it didn't it didn't, I didn't do it for a long time, but when it was <laughs> at its coolest to do, like, you know, maybe like uh you know, the 6 months after it came out. Yeah, I, I did. And and you know, then then I think yeah, everyone just kind of realized like, okay, well, you know, this we're gonna think what we're gonna think. I mean, we had the argument so many times on Smashboards. Like, this is how we feel about oh. your game. This is how you feel about my game. Yeah. And then, like, th you would just be talking about something on Smashboards, and then so <laughs> someone would have to say something about the other game, and then everyone's like, "Oh, here we go!" And that's yeah, two yeah, hours yeah, yeah, of yeah. our lives, right? And it's it just yeah. one comment, and then so there was it was tons of that for a long time, and eventually you're just like, "Well, we've seen this so many times. It doesn't seem like we're." really getting anywhere so, and the, their game is still going our game is still going and so would yeah you know <laughs> here, here we are and i think i will say i think a lot of uh uh there is rightly i think a lot of uh bitterness on the the brawl end and that continuation because when melee was having the evo push evo 2013 that changed everything for us right we were, we were hashtag one uniting when as we were getting onto twitter our first <laughs> hashtag we were one uniting and then as soon as we got into evo uh that we we kind of well i mean i didn't i wasn't you know I, didn't, I wasn't participating in that anymore but there wasn't so much like effort back to help brawl or whatever basically brawl died shortly after that because like, yeah. there was so much attention on melee and everything and there was bitterness on the brawl and for that and then a lot of people were making fun of one unit for years after that which i think is fair um and uh you know i think some of that you know still kind of can still carry on in various ways and in, in people that were involved at the time so i think that's that's fair to be upset by um and you know i think you know those those divisions still go forward and, and maybe we'll you know i i mean if someone wants to put any of this to coney and if he wants to come on and have it out i mean maybe, we'll see how that goes but i'll fight him the, i'm well, boxing Tony on radio melee Tony on radio melee maybe uh, in the future maybe 
I'll, yeah, yeah. We can have a, we can have a, we can engage in a battle of the minds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll see how, we'll see Everyone how that goes. I'm sure, I'm sure Twitch. I think he'd be, be I mean, I think he'd be a wonderful guest. We should probably have him on at some point. Just mm -hmm. a well-spoken guy, you know, so. Um, but yeah, so definitely I, in the I, cards. Uh, certainly, certainly there are reasons to be upset, but I mean, I think like both Toph and F, uh, Zach have said, it's, it's, you know, at the highest level, I think people are pretty cool. In fact, you know, it's kind of funny. When Steve came out, I think a lot of melee players were like, "Oh snap, this thing's broken. Let's go." I yeah, I like Steve. I don't know. People complain about Steve or whatever, and I'm just kind of like, I don't know. It doesn't seem that bad. The only thing that seems dumb to me is the minecart thing, but everything else looks dope. That's just yeah, me. I could I couldn't tell you, but I I will. He's say a minecart. Seems seems stupid. <laughs> just go it, over it there and stupid. use your legs and fight him. Yeah. How how is that okay? Yeah. But, how hard could it be? Yeah. Um just but anyway. Well we'll hopefully we'll hopefully heal the wounds eventually. But until then, thank you so much yeah. for calling in, Professor K. Any shout outs for us on your way out today? Uh yeah, shout outs to you guys. Uh, I love Radio Melee. I've listened to almost every episode. I listened to episodes going to class. Uh shout outs, mm. shout outs to shout outs to Zach, uh you and uh Pew Pew you. I met you guys like five years ago at like one of the shines in, in Boston because that's where I'm originally from. You guys were class acts, took a picture, signed my stuff. Love you guys. Uh, shout outs to the Coastal Georgia Smash scene. Uh, we host Melee and Ultimate tournaments on Friday. Uh, I can't go this week because it's going to be this weekend. And shout outs to my roommate uh, Chugabit because he got me back into playing uh, Smash after like a, a break when I first came back to college. Mm. Uh, he streams uh, mostly Reg Legends of Runeterra, but we stream Smash every every once in a while. Uh, his Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash chugabit. That's C-H-U-G-G-A-B-I-T. Chugabit. Sounds good. Why? Well, hey, thank chugabit. you so much for calling in and have a good rest of your day, gamer. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Let's keep it rocking and rolling with our next caller. We got him lined up. It is yep. I Like Turtles. Hello, I like turtles. Mm. Tell everyone where you're calling in from and what's your question for us today. Hello there. I'm calling from Paris, France. I love uh, his accent so much. Sean, for you guys, is about doubles. Because I know you all love doubles, especially as mm -hmm. far as the doubles go. So here it is. So how mm. could we bring Melee Doubles back in the spotlight? <sighs> it feels like ever since Armada and Poo Poo you retired, and by extension Team UGS and Poofat, we don't see any static team in top 8s anymore, and it makes it extremely hard to create storylines and interests. Are Teagles also responsible for this, for not streaming doubles at Lost Tech City, and generally mm. putting doubles on Fridays, or not running them at all, like at Summit? I... I, I'll, I'll just start by saying, man, I've always, I love everything Summit does deeply. Um, but man, I, I wish they, and I get it. I get it. It's, it can be weird at Summit because, okay, you know, like, I don't know, there'd be times where like Zach gets in or Kevin gets in, but the other one doesn't get in. And then they have mm. to team with like someone else. I, I get that. So it's like, okay, you know, you only have 16 people. So it's like a little weird to run doubles at Summit because naturally some people don't get to bring their teammate. Armada never got to bring Android, obviously. Um, so I get it. I get why some deprioritizes doubles because you can't run your usual team. But uh, I wish there was more doubles, man. I wish there was more doubles, dude. Uh, what do you think, Zach? Yeah, I mean, it definitely doesn't help when 
we have one of the most stacked doubles tournaments and it doesn't get streamed yeah you know on friday but no, granted it wasn't their fault they ran into some complications or whatever oh did they okay. um mm-hmm. yeah so uh, i don't know we were we were thinking about that too over this past weekend actually like how can we like reinvigorate doubles in the scene and maybe you know, maybe if we had something like a a doubles ranking, with, where we used to have a doubles ranking, where yeah. we had a teams teams doubles ranking, but maybe if we had like individual players being ranked based off their doubles, since everyone like hops around so much, right? Like, there's not a lot of static teams. You know, that could be one option. Um, it's hard. It's it's really hard. I think there also needs to be more like educational content about doubles, like. I think a lot of people don't understand doubles. Like they, they see four characters moving and throwing themselves at each other, but they, they're sort of missing some of the nuance that you know some veteran doubles players can can see clearly. So it's hard to say. I feel like you know, I feel like at least top eight of doubles has got to get streamed. And the reason I say this is okay. I, I do get it. I think that low level doubles is harder to follow than low level singles. Like pools, teams pools can be kind of weird because I feel like often the teams aren't coordinated, uh, you know, and it, it kind of can be a little, it can, especially for spectators who are a little, uh, you know, less seasoned, it can feel a little chaotic. But I've always felt, and I think basically everyone would agree that watching high-level doubles is always spectacular. I think everything involving PewFat, everything involving... Um, Armada and whoever he's teaming with, everything involving Dewan and whoever he's teaming with, uh, Mango when he enters teams, Mango Johnny or Johnny Johnny Dewan. Like, I think doubles top eight is to me has always been very watchable. Plup Hbox, I remember that that first Apex when Plup Hbox started teaming, and this is back when they were on Samus and Puff. Puff, and yeah. and and Plup would down smash somebody, and and Hbox would be floating in the air above Plup, and he would rescue out of the down smash. And it was like, you know, they had all these great, and it was, it was this, you know, really interesting time where you had these different viable, you know, and, and, and you had a lot of different viable, uh, you know, setups and, 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 and team compositions and, and all the teams basically played differently. You know, you had Leffen and Leffen and Ice. Um, and I think everybody really liked watching those sets i think that you'd be pretty hard pressed to find someone who's like nah because it was fresh it was different and there was an interesting kind of decision making kind of aspect to it and and um i think regardless of what you think about watching the whole doubles event i think i think it'd be nice if we at least streamed doubles top eight at like a pretty prime time slot i think that'd be the first the first step i think we should at least be streaming those top eights and putting them because I think I think often those doubles top eights are going to be better melee anyway than singles top one twenty eight, you know, or or whatever whatever time slot you want to put right there. That that's how I feel. That's how I've kind of been feeling lately. So I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, I I agree too. I think streaming doubles top eight is always a lot of fun, and and the players want to get streamed too. I also think. Um, yeah. We did that. Um, we did that double circuit that one year. That was. Also- I was telling Sheridan. I was telling Sheridan. We got to bring that back. Fuse. That's what he said. Man. We had him on the show, and he told oh. tell him that. Yes, totally like that was so hype. Like that was such a good year for doubles. I think because oh. all the teams were static. Like we as static as possible. You know, we had yeah. Johnny the one team UGS Pufat, 
we even had Lucky Mango for a little bit, you know, like, I don't know. If we had something like that again, I feel like we would see definitely a resurgence in, in Double's yeah. spirit. Yeah. Cody and J-Mook are teaming now. I am. So that's exciting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, uh, interested in, hopefully they bring a little bit of fire to it. How did Doubles go? See, this is, this is crazy. I don't know how Doubles went at, at Lost Tech City. Lost what, was the, what was the situation? What was the finals? <laughs> yeah, so it was top three teams, HBox, Plup, Me Mango, okay. and then Axe Hamsa. And um, kind of went in that order <laughs> as a result. I think we, me and Mango double eliminated Axe Hamsa. Got double mm. eliminated by, by Mango Plus. They were hard, man. They were. You guys went game fifteen, though, from what I heard, or no? Uh, you know, I like I don't know what the tweet said. I don't know. I see. I, I, I see. Know the tweet may have fabricated a little bit. I uh, see. Who knows? Only okay. the twenty people that were there know. Who for could sure. say? I could say. Yeah. Actually, Slobber I, did, Dogger game. Oh, I do have. I did actually record all of our sets on my phone. I had someone uh, record all of our sets. Oh, that's cool. But Mango said if I upload Grand Finals and Winners Finals, he'll never team with me again. So they might have got corrupted. I don't know. Maybe they come out in a couple years. Who? Yeah. Knows? I don't know. Wow. So wow. Question about that. What's it like teaming with Mango as as a pair to compared to Pew Pew U? It's fun. It's fun. It's easy. It's uh, he Mango's a great doubles player. We're not as communicative. We definitely don't talk like at all. <laughs> but uh, but it doesn't matter because we don't need to. Like he's he's in the perfect place. We play we play enough friendlies together, and we're like, okay, we know how to combo off each other. Like, um, whereas with you know s someone else, some other high level Falco, it might might take a little bit longer. It might take some more words of exchange, but with Mango, it's just like, I know where he wants to be. I know what he wants to do. I know what his game, general game plan is. So I just need to work around that and make sure I'm hitting hard. Um, and then we, we were close. We were close. We almost did it. I just, I feel like in the grand finals and winners finals, I, I was the one slipping and I couldn't quite keep up with the rest of the gang on the screen. So, you know, it happens. Hmm. What characters were Plup and HBox going? Well, HBox going Puff, but yeah, Fox Puff. Okay. Yeah, and Plup was Plup was on fire. I couldn't touch Plup, and then and I was like telling Mango like I can't touch Plup, <laughs> and then he's like it's okay, don't worry. And then so he he tries to take Plup, but then I'm every time I look over there, Plup's just smacking him around too, and I'm like oh well fuck, what do we do? <laughs> Some days Plup is just on one. We've yeah. all seen it. We all know what. We know what that looks like. That's tough, but you know, be cool if you guys brought the. I like the little smoothie tweet. I thought that was cute. Mm -hmm. You know, teams brings people together. I gotta, I gotta, I can't emphasize this enough. I used to take every, because I was, I mean, I was trying to get better. I was a serious player, you know, and this was when I was like top one hundred and stuff. But, um, I tried to team with different people every tournament, and the reason I this I would go to tournaments and I'd go to these, not even majors. I'd go to regionals, really. I'd go to the Midwest, I'd go to the East Coast, I went to Revival Melee, six and seven, and I would try to team with someone new every tournament. So I'd hit people up and I'd say, hey, you want a team? And, you know, the best part was by the end of the weekend, even if you only really know someone from Smashboards or you only really know someone from Facebook, and, you know, you've seen their, you know, but you'd end up as really good friends by the end of the weekend because um, you'd hang out and, you know, you'd, you'd play friendlies and so on. 
So I had a really fun time, and I hope that more people can have this kind of experience. And I love when people have this kind of experience where people should enter doubles and enter doubles with, you know, like hit someone up in the area. If you're not trying to like develop a static teammate, then hit someone up in the area and, and, and you'll, you'll make some friends and, uh, they'll, they'll stick with you for a long, long time. And, and this is something that you just don't get the same way in, in singles. So I, I think it's pretty cool. Um, but, uh, in terms of what we can do. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think the first step we got to stream it, we got to stream it and we got to hit up Sheridan. We got to get fuse going. Those are, those are my answers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I I agree with what you guys are saying. I, and I think, you know, more teams content would be good. And, and while, you know, what can we give people that's more concrete now is my question. And so my solution to that very quickly is let's suppose someone's listening to this and they say to themselves, OK, well, maybe I'm going to play more doubles, but I don't really know, you know, how to get any better or I don't really know what I'm trying to do. So I was, you know, maybe with that in mind, uh, SFAT, Mr. Zach, what would you recommend for doubles players? Like how would you, what kind of questions would they need to ask themselves? Like what do they need to look for to improve? How could they study VODs of, of high level players to improve? Like what, what could they do to get better? Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, you know there are there are a few common things that that don't exactly pair up with singles right like mm. for example edge guarding like are you are you edge guarding as a team when you edge guard as a team you're more mm. likely to secure the kill than if you mm -hmm. were to both go for like say you you both knock them out both off and you're both doing independent 1v1 edge guards mm -hmm. you have a much higher success rate of getting the edge guard if you if you pair up and you both you know, pick one person to kill and just do that over the game, right? Um, so, like, that's one situation that you guys can look at. Another situation is, like, um, you know, are you converting off throw combos? Are you even grabbing? Who's grabbing? Is anyone mm. grabbing? Grabbing is super strong in teams. People don't yeah. think it's that strong, but, you know, you throw, you got seven, seven, eight frames of invulnerability off your throw as the throwee. Oh, thrower. yeah. Yeah. People don't know about that. If you're at a low enough percent or if, if the person you're throwing is at a low enough percent, they actually don't even turn into a hitbox. Mm -hmm. So you can just the other person mm. can throw out a move right away. You know, it's those little those little things. And are you converting hard enough off of that? Um, you know, are you passing to your teammate in situations mm -hmm. where maybe normally you would go for an offstage edge guard? Well, maybe you can like pass him back and then Maybe they can get the finishing kill, or maybe they can pass them back, right? Deal more damage. So those are all situations that come up pretty frequently that are not necessarily, you know, singles translatable, mm. you know. Are you giving enough space to your teammate as well? Yeah. 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 Well, there you go, doubles enthusiast. You've got you've got very strong advice from a very strong doubles player. So you can yep. start using that in your game right away. But uh, Thank you. good answers, good discussion, and uh, good question. Thank you so much for calling in. I like turtles. Any shout outs on your way out today? Oh yeah, shout outs to the French melee community, to the European melee community, and to you guys, Scott and Guardian, for creating so much amazing content. Love it. Well, Glad thank you. you. Do. Have a good rest of your day, Turtles. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, man.
Oh, turtles and his accent. great questions. Yeah, yeah. Glad you're enjoying them. We got another one lined up for you now. Um, Arnando, what's up? Uh, where Arnando. are you calling in from? What's your question for us today, gamer? Uh, what's up? I am coming in from NoCal, Davis. Zach, you know, oh, Davis. Arnando. Wow, Arnando. So, my question is what is the coolest slash favorite local scene you've been a part of or have been to for traveling? And then additional question, if it's not NorCal, how does it compare to NorCal? Oh, man. Wow. That's a hard one. I had a very good time at AIR. Mm. Granted, there were a lot of different countries represented there, but I remember some of those countries really stuck out to me in ways that I was impressed by. For example, um, I felt like the Irish community was extremely welcoming. Um, and they, I mean, I've got it. There's a whole video on the Golden Gardens Melee where I tell about the time I went to air and I had a really, really good time. So everyone should go check that out. It's animated. It's really cool. Um, but uh, I see why, you know, I, I always thought it was really funny when, when Johnny S2J would go to Europe and he'd get adopted by Ireland and he'd be uh, Johnny Johnny O'Kim for Johnny <laughs> O'Kim for the weekend and he'd be wearing the Irish flag and stuff and uh, uh, and he would claim I you know he would claim Ireland and uh, Ireland would claim him and um, I always thought that was pretty funny. Uh, I gotta say, everyone I met from, I mean, I, I met a lot of different people. UK UK people were really cool. Irish people were really cool. Um, French masters are dope for sure. Um, so I will say there's a couple European scenes that I think are really, really cool. Uh, and I guess while I'm on the topic of these foreign scenes, I also had a really good time in Japan. A very different kind of vibe. Um, but uh, that was when I was really coming up was I spent a lot of time going to Japanese melee tournaments and stuff. And um, I, I really liked the... I mean, you know, they say that the real friend, like the, uh, like the real tournament is the, you know, the real tournament's the food you eat at Denny's, you know, or whatever after the tournament. Um, and in Japan, it was just that, but instead of Denny's, it was like really, really good ramen that's open late. So it just kind of upgrades that. <laughs> uh, so I had a lot of good memories getting really good food uh, with with the Japanese masters after some of the locals, which was which was awesome. Um, how do they stack up to NorCal though? Yeah, it's a tough question. NorCal's dope. What do you think, Zach? Me. Uh... Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. Like so many scenes have been so cool. Um man. Um Japan, I had a really great time in Japan. Everyone's just super nice and like ah. Uh, um I'm trying to think the Canadian scenes like BC, awesome awesome scene in BC. Um one that I haven't yet visited, but I, I would mm. love to visit, who I feel like I would absolutely get along with, is the Scottish scene. They've, mm -hmm. they've sort of adopted me by invading my chat <laughs> one day. Oh, really? I've, I've never even been to Scotland before, but wow. I, get, I get some intense, like, early, you know, 2000 NorCal vibes from them, like early nice. melee scene vibes. Very small nice. scene, just all, you know, very friendly. Goons. So, you know, yeah. I, I would love to visit, visit Scotland soon. Um, yeah, and, and Texas too. Texas is, is hype. Like, there's a lot of 
a lot of friendly faces in Texas. They get hype for their players. Um, mm-hmm. Strong competitors too. So I don't know. But yeah, I, they've I don't got know, a lot of good I don't know, man. NorCal is home. NorCal, NorCal raised me as a player and a person. So it's it's hard. I just try to share some of that NorCal love, and and when I see mm-hmm. it in other scenes, I'm like, oh, this we'll get along. We'll get along well. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's hard for me to even think of NorCal as one scene because, like, to me, you know, like when I moved down here, 2013, 2012, it was like you had the Bayesians and you had. You know, you had South Bay and you had like, you know, East Bay yeah, with like, you know, Daryl and Brandfell, right? And you had like, you know, back then Scar was in Sunnyvale. And and so to me, you you almost kind of these and then 650, of course, right? So it's it's even hard for me at this point to really even think of NorCal as one scene. Um, but it's cool. I mean, it's great. Like I went to uh I've been to Guildhouse a couple times recently, and the most recent Guildhouse that I went to on a weekend. It was like 80, 90 entrance. It was a lot of entrance. And I mean, I hadn't met, I hadn't met probably at least two thirds of them. Um, so still a really, really healthy scene. There was the museum tournament, which I didn't get to enter, but I didn't come hang out and I commentated. And that was really, really cool. Um, I don't know how you feel about not winning it, but, but the tournament was definitely really cool. Uh, and and also a lot of the old heads came out and did really well, uh, which was cool to see. Um, even Zelda Freak, I know Zelda Freak got ninth, which was really dope. Uh, yes, I yes, okay, I didn't quite hear what yeah. tournament, but now I know what tournament. You're uh, museum, about. museum, yeah, 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 sorry, museum tournament, museum. Oh, that tournament. was great. That was a great tournament. That was, was an amazing tournament. Exciting. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I really hope we have more of those because it was really. I mean, I I got there late because I was doing stuff, but I had a really good time. Um, crazy tournament and i think it was the kind of tournament that shows you like you know if you can get like the old school guys to come out because cactuar entered and nintendo entered and you know keizu was there dewan entered you know alan was there so if you get you know there's there's i want to see us do a tournament where i almost want to do like an old school versus new new school crew battle or something like i think it'd be really hype um like like a straight up like 10 v 10 or something because uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of players out here. Not all of them always enter, but uh, I I really like NorCal for that reason. Yeah, PB, I, you obviously you are not from the same region as me and Zach, so I I want you to plug your local scene a little bit. Well, I have been to NorCal. I went to or the wherever. Foundry. Yeah, yeah, and and did I did you like say, the Foundry? I did. Um, I will say my impression of it is different from you guys. I was inebriated when yeah. I was there, so yeah, that was something. Um, and then, happens. and then Dewan was yeah, mad because I got inebriated, but he was also inebriated. So that it's was fine. Dewan is, time. yeah, you just, it's fine. It's Dewan. <laughs> but no, it was fun. It was fun to go. Um, I mean, you know, I think I, at the time, you know, Foundry was so big on, on Twitch and it was really fun and, and it really showed everyone's like great personality. And then I got to be there and be part of the chaos, the whole mm-hmm. crazy machine. So I, I had a good mm-hmm. time. I mean, I know Foundry is probably, you know, not like being in a museum or the or guild house or anything else, but it was it was cool. So I had a good time there. Um, and, you know, also shout out Texas scene. They were fun, too. Um, good people, hype people. And I also enjoyed when I went to Scandinavia, when I went to Europe. Mm. Um, very different vibe. Um, you know, I think a lot more straightforward in certain ways, maybe a little quieter, just overall like personality. But then when it came to cheering, you know, not so different from Americans, but, uh, yeah, 
my favorite's always going to be, you know, at least the older North Carolina crowd because they would just go nuts for everything. And I, they're really, I mean, people that would go to a lot of scenes would still call us, even if there were just five of us, the Thunderdome. So, I mean, we just went nuts and it was, it was a great time to be part of a North Carolina crowd. Just some of the silliest people I've ever met. Just a good old time. Um, if even if even three of the silly people came to an event, it influenced everyone. They just had mm -hmm. that kind of effect. So I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, just nothing like it. I don't, I don't know as much about the local scene now. There are some local players that I interact with that are in my Twitch server. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of keep a little bit of idea what's going on. But, uh, you know, I think some of it's changed. But, uh, you know, I went to Bad Moon Rising 2 a few years ago, and they were still really loud. And a lot of the old people weren't there. So I think that's just what we do. Mm -hmm. We just get really mm -hmm. loud. And I love that. So... You know, if nothing else, that's a, that's a wonderful thing. And uh, really glad to have that as something I'm part of. Yeah, I, I also got a shout out, I think, in terms of modern uh, modern scenes. Uh, I got to give, I want to give a lot of respect to the, the New York scene, right? And it seems like they've got mm. a pretty cool thing going with Nightclub every week. Yeah. Um, feels like, uh, you know, in terms of like, I got to say, if you're out there, if you're on listening to this on YouTube or something, if you're looking for tournaments to watch every week, I feel like the New York tournaments, they've got both really high level competition and really good energy. And I've never been to one of those. I've never been out. I didn't go to function. I didn't go to, you know, but it'd be cool to go one day, um, you know, and, and uh, it's, it's, that's, that's definitely got to shout out Ryabeat and, and everybody mm -hmm. um, from, from New York. Cause I feel like they got a really good thing going over there and i hope that they can and, and and i will say you know i don't think even even a couple of years ago i i never really thought of new york as like specific like new york city i never really thought of new york city as a particularly central hub of melee there were always mm -hmm. strong players there those hacks but they they i never felt like the people would talk about tri-state melee but they wouldn't really talk about new york city melee like that nowadays new york city is is really um elevated their stuff so that's pretty mm -hmm. cool gotta shout them out yeah, I mean, we had Ryo beat on the program. Very passionate. Go back and listen to that if you guys, yeah. if you're, especially if you're in the area and you're wondering if it's legit or not. I mean, I think he'll sell you on it. <laughs> yep. Um, but hey, more good answers, more good discussion, more good NorCal shoutouts. Um, Arnando, thank you so much for calling in. Any shoutouts for us on your way out today? Uh, shout out to Davis Melee, group of amazing people that come to the tournaments every week. Uh, shout out level one melee it's a a west coast uh online netplay uh series for uh low level players and it's been really good i've been really improving since the beginning of this year since i started entering that i love that and yeah I, that's all my shout outs oh, very nice well thank you so much for calling in have a good rest of your day gamer you too all right Good you know, uh, what's up? Do you know Zach? Do you know Armando from like Davis events? Yeah, I can't believe I forgot to mention Davis Melee. Yeah, I because I went to UC Davis the past mm -hmm. couple years mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. to finish up my undergrad, and uh, yeah, very much know Armando. He's he's a great guy, and the whole scene, the whole scene there was fucking lit. That's <laughs> it. Crazy, crazy fun energy, like bunch of new players too that had yeah. like never really played the game so awesome that's so cool yeah i um i I've, i feel like i'm never up that way you know but uh that's 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 super sick to hear 
There's actually a crew battle, UC Davis versus UCLA, and Arnando oh. clutched it for us. Ooh. As our really? Anchor. You but didn't I, clutch it? I did not. I got taken out by uh, Leo. Uh, I forget his tag, but uh, Sheik player, UCLA, took mm, me wow. out. So Arnando clutched it, though. Very nice. Good stuff for Arnando. Did you just finish uh, your undergrad, by the way? Because you were kind of mentioned that in passing, so you just finished that? Yeah, this, this past spring slash summer, which Congrats. is why I couldn't come on the show earlier in the years when I was asked. Mm. I just was swamped with schoolwork, but now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm big chilling, big chilling yeah. in LA. So, what, what did you get your degree in, if you don't mind me asking? Majored in psychology and minored in climate science and policy. Mm. Exciting. Um, Someone's uh, got to do something about that. <laughs> Someone's got to get on that. Is anyone on that? Is someone on it? There are a lot of there's a lot of smart people on it, but okay, all right. But it's a lot of work. Yeah, there you go. We'll get there. there. Um, All you out there. (laughs) All right. Well, let's not keep our next caller waiting. We got him ready right now. Bups, what's up? Welcome to the show. Where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today, gamer? Hey, how's it going? Um, I'm from uh, Boone, North Carolina, and. I'm cheating a little bit because I stole this question from a Reddit thread, but as a TO for my local scene, I thought it was really interesting. Mm. Uh, question is, what would y'all think of dividing tournament brackets into divisions, such as like beginner, intermediate, and pro? Oh, yeah, I saw that thread. Yeah. Uh, do y'all think it's a viable way to run a tournament? Would it be beneficial or de- detrimental overall? Um, interesting. It gut check is some people would love it, some people would hate it, right? But there's the idea, there's like Arcadians, right? For the for the for the do it side, right? Because there's so many like Arcadians, like the National Arcadian, we get so many tournaments. Sometimes like lo, like in North Carolina, just like any like almost anywhere else, when you run an Arcadian, it gets way more entrance than the regular thing, and you're like, well, that's, why? Yeah. Of the way thing, more right? entrance. But yeah. I mean, clearly, it's filling a need. Even if the Arcadian's rare, like it, it's filling a need. Like some people want maybe something more accessible. I think there are a lot of hardcore mm-hmm. players that want maybe like the bracketed, like I want to be able to test myself against everyone. And I think, you know, let's leave that. Let's leave that as much as we can. Uh, but maybe it would be a good idea or, or to divide the tournament or to even run something separate just to make it more welcoming and to find ways to do that to bring people in. Because I think there is... You know, especially if we're trying, we, we had the question earlier about different communities. Maybe we make ourselves more accessible and we can convert more people, for example, not just from other Smash games, but just in general. And that might just be like, well, you know, you instead of playing people with 500 years of experience, you can play people that are newer too. And then maybe that helps. And so, you know, something to think about. Yeah, I definitely think at least experimenting with this sort of thing is kind of cool. We've had ladders at tournaments and usually those you know you're gonna get like big house i know they used to do the ladder thing and i always thought that was a cool idea amateur brackets are a cool idea Mm. um i guess it i guess you don't want to you want to let people enter in my mind the only thing is if if people want to enter the top cut unless unless it's a special kind of event where it's like you know an invitation we've had tournaments like gods and gatekeepers or, or whatever where we've had kind of like top cut where you have to qualify in almost. But I, mm. I feel like there's something magical about the whole open bracket format where if you really want to compete against the best, you get to. Um, mm. but, but at the same time, if people don't want to compete against the best, then I think 
Yeah, I, sure. I think give them more opportunities to to to, to play each other and, and and stuff like that. I'm in a chess tournament right now where I play around every Tuesday, and uh, I'm in the under eighteen hundred section because I, uh, well, actually, I I couldn't enter the other one if I they they actually do cut it off. Um, but I will say, you know, it's actually pretty cool. Uh, even though I'm not getting to compete against the highest level guys there, um, mm. you know, it's always interesting competition. You never know who's going to win. So I think it's great practice. Um, and I totally think, especially at the local level, people, you know, um, at low, or I should say maybe not the local level. If tournaments are too small, then obviously you need to put everyone together, but like mm-hmm. the regional level, you know, like ways like pp said arcadians and 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 ways to get more people to come out uh because you can really innovate you can get really creative Mm -hmm. and i think that's cool yeah did you guys notice that um did you guys check out this past weekend at lost tech there was a 10 and under uh tournament for ultimate wow and it was children really hype it was wow type event that anyone's got no way yeah, it was super, super exciting. How many wow. entries did it get? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure exactly how many how many players oh. or who all played, but like the crowd was going nuts. So <laughs> oh, that's if, cool. if, it had, if we had more more events like that, I think did we get uh, a pop off. The kid that won, it's like, yeah! did he throw a chair like H box? That would honestly, be. <laughs> I was I was playing my match on stage against I think Pipsqueak. And we oh, would just wow. both look over and we're like, what's going on over there? Like, <laughs> wow. It was just a 10 and under bracket match. And we were just like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Wow. That's cool. Insane. 10 and under. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think if we want to talk about like, okay, we, I think we're, it seems like we're all like, oh, this is cool. The reason not to do it really is just like, I think logistically it can be hard, right? Do we yeah. think mm-hmm. people will show up? How much space do we need? Does it take mm-hmm. away from the main thing? Uh, like these yeah. are just things that are harder as a TO to know how to deal with. And I don't think a lot of TOs are running stuff like this. So how do you know how to plan for it? Um, and, you know, I don't, I'm not a TO. I don't have an answer for that. But I think there's demand based on Arcadians to do something like that at least more frequently, maybe once a month and once every two months or something anyway. I think because, you know, Arcade, Arcadians are sometimes like once a year, once maybe twice a year and those are always big so right like you could probably at least tap into that a little bit is my quick assumption um Mm. and so yeah but as for how much i mean that's a that's a to thing that is beyond me but i imagine you could do it i think redemption brackets are a pretty neat idea too those are yeah you go o2 or one two in in brackets and then they get this second chance bracket i think Mm. that can be pretty enticing to some players or pretty exciting so but again, it's like how, how, where, when, who, right? All the logistics can be yeah. difficult. Yeah. The um, even, even another way, you know, that 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 kind of thing can happen is online. Like I entered a TM, TN, TMT, uh, where where uh, okay, some might say this is a little scummy, but I. I played the ladder with my non-mains. I was playing Falcon and Marth and stuff, and then I got to play in the amateur bracket, and that was a lot of fun. They did an amateur bracket for people who didn't make the the top 16 or whatever it was. Um, and I think online is absolutely a, a you know, what's the word I'm looking for? I was going to say venue, which I get, yeah, venue, whatever. An avenue, rather, which is almost the word venue. Yes. Online is an avenue where I think you can do stuff like that really easily, right, and have these kind of, you know, division splits and stuff like that, and... Yeah, not everyone's gonna 
enter them, you you always see people who drop out. They're like, I don't want to be in the amateur bracket. I want to do the main thing. I forget about it. But I think for the for the right type of person, you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get some people who wouldn't wouldn't compete otherwise. And I think it's a cool initiative. It might be one now, of those things I, where if you run it more, more people show up too. They right? get used to it. Yeah, absolutely. It becomes like a little bit of a thing. It becomes a thing. You know. Um, yeah, and did I did I uh, did I go Fox in the in the amateur bracket and subsequently win it? Um, after after arguably, you know, one might say sandbagging with my secondaries in the ladder. Uh, yeah, I did do that. I did. Some might say, but on the flip side, was there any money on the line? No. So whatever. He did not get the seventy percent of the forty five dollars. Yeah, Kadorn was trying to roast me for it. He's like, dude, how you can't sandbag your way? And I was like, dude, there's no money. It's fine. What, what, what are you gonna say? You Fortnite fretted the TMT. I can't believe I did Fortnite fretted. I did. I did. <laughs> but there were some good players in there. I don't think it was even a sure thing that I was gonna win it. So, you know, well, uh, Blur might have been in there. Yeah, that he. I'm well. Rare for him <laughs> to be there, I imagine. But it was nice for him to. Yeah, yeah, wild. Him. Yeah. Um. Well, hey, shout out to Blur. Love, yep. Love the appearances <laughs> Gotta get our show. weekly blur shout out in. <laughs> Join us next week when we talk about <laughs> the Marth Kirby matchup. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, I think you know the how is weird, but I also think you know TOs like like yourself, Bups, are gonna be able to handle that and and you know it, it's something good to do. And and I think this is part of a large larger conversation we were coming back to a lot as we were coming back to offline events. Well, how do we make that appealing? relative to online and what more can we offer and mm -hmm. i think this is this is one way to do that you know um there were various things where like there was a this was something i think the northwest did where there was like a group of people and it was comprised of like a pr player and someone outside the pr and so on and so on until it was like a brand new player and like they would mm -hmm. and then people from each division there would all play the people from the other groups in their division and but it would everyone would mentor each other so you'd have you'd have friendships made and stuff like that and so oh, that's sick so there's all mm -hmm. you, there's all kinds of things you can do. Um, you can have movie night after you're done and br and bring Doritos or whatever. Right? It doesn't. It's it's kind of whatever. You can do whatever you want to make it more appealing. But and I think this is one thing to do. Um, I think it's just a matter of ingenuity uh, and and you know seeing how much demand there is. But again, for Arcadians and stuff like that, I think the demand's there. You just got to figure out how to use it. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, good question. Good discussion. Uh, Bubs, thanks for calling in. Any shout outs yeah. on your way out today? Yeah, so first I want to shout out uh, my fellow Boon Melee TOs, G, Germ, and Hunter. I love you guys so much. I'm mm. so happy that I get to uh, administrate this scene with y'all. Um, shout outs to the small dogs in Boon. Uh, I don't think our scene would be as amazing as it is today without all the small dogs who have joined in the past couple years um shout outs to the big dogs who always come back oh to God. our tournaments and uh, hang dog. out we love having you guys and i know the all the small dogs look up to you guys and uh shout outs to the rest of nc yeah that includes me yeah um, there you go well thank you so much both have a good rest of your day gamer you too bye see ya right um let's see Will we, uh, hmm. Uh, we got anybody else? No, no one else. I'm just, okay. 
I'm just debating on whether I want to ask Zach a question or ask not. It. Ask, ask it. All right. All right. Well, just remember, Zach, this was Toph's idea, not mine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sure. remember when? Remember the time when you when you Genesis wrote a face? No. Okay. No. Sorry. <laughs> no. Okay. no <laughs> Wait. What happened to Genesis? Oh, well, I want to hear about Genesis three. What happened to Genesis three? It's okay. You first. You first. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This will be. I'm sure much easier to talk about. Uh. So remember when you moved to SoCal and you wrote a post on Facebook and you were like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not coming here to make friends. I have conquered NorCal. And I'm that here was to hype. you guys. And yeah. I just want everyone, everyone that's listened to this so far that didn't know about this, like this very nice, sweet man, Esfat yeah. Zach. Um, he he came in and he was just he was just throwing shots at everyone, writing aggressive posts online. Wow. And and I was and I'm wondering, you know, I, I'm wondering what what came because there were so many memes that came out of that. But I'm wondering what came, what possibly came over you at that time. Uh, was it a demon? Uh, where, did you have an exorcism performed? I mean, what's what's the what's the story here, Zach? Uh, I thought it was hype. Yeah. Okay. I forget exact order of events or something, but I I was at a SoCal local. I was supposed to team with Kevin, but he was late, and he just happened to be in town at the time. PPU. Um, so I was. They let me team with the level nine Ganon for a couple rounds, and I was actually beating people. <laughs> I beat like face roll and his partner, and oh I wow, some wow. other team with it. And I was wow. just, yeah, you know, I was like, oh, looks like I don't even need my teammate <laughs> or something, right? Like, something like that. And then, uh, and then I forget, like much later, like I was at the gym and. So I had a bunch of, you know, testosterone and energy, and I was just <laughs> like, already frustrated and ready to fight. And uh-huh. uh, and I think I saw some. I think Chroma make some post on some Facebook group about about how he about how Face Roll beats Kevin or something. And I don't know. I can't remember the specifics at all. But but I just remember it tilting me, and I was just. And then I just went off on him and. It evolved into some, you know, well, I'm not even here I, to be your friend. <laughs> right. I'm not here to make friends is the iconic line. I I'm just remember. like, I'm just at the gym, like, you know, so angry and ready to fight. <laughs> so this was, this was a righteous fury. I didn't know the backstory. This was this, you were sticking up for your boy at the end yes. of the day. If anything, yeah. yes. I was defending my friend against honor is honor. He's. Haters, Charlatans, yes, yeah, which is weird. I don't know why. I don't know what was why you didn't say that in the post because no, I everyone just thought it came out of nowhere uh, as as an outsider. I I thought you were joking this whole time. I thought it was a joke. I still up till today. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was just like, (laughs) oh, Zach's funny. No, he was trying to. Um, (laughs) it was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What? Wait, I did not know Chroma had anything to do with it. This is great. In fact, I. Don't think it. he started, he started it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I even really knew where Chroma lived. I didn't realize he was SoCal, but I guess yeah, that makes he sense. Is. He is okay. San Diego. Yeah, I didn't. Say, really oh, know no, I, didn't. Well, I, knew I, I did know that. Never mind. I did know that. I did know that. I didn't know I anything knew. about him, but you know, it sparked a sparked an interesting beginning to a friendship. That's funny. <laughs> um. Wow. Well, that's really funny. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. 
you got any more you got any more uh takes coming down like maybe are you are you coming after anyone soon do we need to have anything to get ready for to brace for us fed or are we are we safe no you guys are safe although okay. me and pp do have some beef we do oh this From is genesis 3 what happened to genesis 3 genesis yeah 3. oh wait is this about the oh i think i okay i know what you're gonna mention actually <laughs> I I, oh i, I forgot you in the past but okay but genesis you placed 3. over me at the end of the day oh. No, we no, we tied. Okay. No, you placed over me. No, no, no. I forfeit it. Okay, if you if you check the results, about. when okay. we played, we played. Okay, so you know I was on the come up, right? This is my come up tournament. I think I I played. I think I beat Mewtwo King right before. I can't remember exactly. And you beat Mewtwo King? I can't. I can't. I can't remember. I I I think I did beat Mewtwo King. I think I beat okay. Mewtwo King right before, and I had to right. play PP to get in the winner semis, and uh, and. PP, <laughs> such such a nice guy. I <laughs> we both walk up to the stage. He turns to me. He's like, "Hey man, good luck." I'm pretty sure I know how this is gonna go. And I was like, in my head, like as a up and coming, I was like, "What is he trying to psych me out?" Like, <laughs> what does he mean? Like, he knows how this is gonna go. Like, I was not. Like, yeah, I think I'm gonna beat him, but like, what what's going on? And then and then he just he just wins and he beats me and I just I did not think that was gonna happen by the way. Got me in my own head and I was like what 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 just happened? Like how was that I why? Because <laughs> I was pretty sure I was gonna lose that. So that'd be pretty funny if that was why. Yeah. I'm sure oh, that's that... fair. That's fair to beef with me for that. I didn't realize knowing yeah knowing PP I'm sure I knew what PP meant and I also totally know how you could psych someone out by saying something like that. So yeah, it goes no. That's really yeah, funny. No, I, that's I knew good. it was yeah. totally not. Yeah, you, you know, beat Mewtwo King. Yeah, apologies for that. Wasn't trying to be underhanded. It was, was a funny, just... funny moment for sure. Yeah, you're kind of owning Mewtwo um, King. I'm sorry, I just pulled up the match. I'm watching the last couple stocks. <laughs> you're kind of owning him. Uh, I think he four stocked me, or I think I almost four stocked him, and then he did four stock me, and then I forget. Then you won the set three one. <laughs> yeah. uh, if anyone cares for context on my end, which you know. No, you don't have to have it, but that was my second to last tournament. My health was very not poggers, and I was like, dude, mm. I'm heckin', I'm heckin' struggling out here, gamers. And so, you know, when I had to play Mr. Uh, S-Fat, who had beaten me, I think, at Summit just like a few months before that or something, I was mm. like, well, okay, I mean, you know, I can't imagine this goes any better for me now than it did then. Uh, mm. so I said what I said and I was, I was a little, I was a little down on myself, but yeah, maybe I, it would have been better if I kept it to myself, have some integrity, but oh, well, the yeah. history is what it is. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. Um, hindsight's 2020. A funny yeah. story though. It's a good yeah. story. Um, but, uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I guess I, I've been called out and I've called you out. We're, 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 we're even now. <laughs> That's funny. You're like, wait, who did tricks just stumped yeah. me? He had to go. Yeah. Well, now that yeah. you, you've you've gone to school, you have the same training I have. So now that'll no longer work. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amazing. Man. Um. Anything else you want to ask him, Toph, or we can we can just have him do the thing. No, no, we can have him do the thing. All I think right, it's that time. It's time thing. for the last thing voiced. we do on on Radio Melee. It's time for SFAD to pose a question. All of you. When I say all of you, I don't mean the people in my Twitch chat. I mean the people in the YouTube audience. All of you can respond to the question that Zach is about to propose as the community voice. But what do you want to ask the people, Zach? Okay, you guys can answer it too, Twitch chat. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna throw. A, I'm gonna throw one that I think I see a lot. I see this question a lot from mm. Twitch chat, from Twitter, mm. and you know, I'm I'm just curious to see what the people the people think. The people have answers. Like how how would you describe my play style? What oh. what is it that makes me good? What is it that makes me good? Because it's not. It's not clean like the Leffen style. It's not quite as. Crazy. You would say that. You would say that. Well, you know, these are just things I've heard. I'm. You've heard. These aren't my. These aren't necessarily my opinions. He's not trying to, to bias. Thoughts. I don't want to give my thoughts on it, but yeah. okay. okay. You know, I have, a lot of people say it's not. It's not as clean as other foxes. It's not as fast as other foxes. So what is it? What is it that keeps me? Being a top twenty player for so many you know, years, 10 years, yeah, ten yeah. years, yeah, so that's my question, good and question. and it's a good question, and we're not going to bias it, but I do think I do think it's interesting, um, because I I remember you know when you were starting to come up, how your play did shift in a really interesting way, um, and you know again not going to bias it, but it was it it was it was cool to see that it was cool to see so much of that come together. And so, yeah, I'm curious what, what comes through for that for other people. But, uh, you know, leave your YouTube comments. Let them know. And, and SFAT's going to read them. He loves, he, he, he loves reading YouTube comments. He was telling us beforehand. Yes. I'll, like That's right. I'll comment on them. I'll yep. read them yeah. all. Yep. Yeah, let them know. Um, but anyway, thank you so much, uh, Zach, for coming on. Great discussion. Great questions. Had a good time. Thanks I for having me, guys. I'm, I'm happy that we could finally do one of these. And yeah, hopefully yeah. we can do another one soon. I'd love that. Be good. Um, good luck at your upcoming events. Thank you so much for taking time to come on. And uh, yeah, thank you, Toe, for holding it down. Thank you, everyone mm -hmm. out there calling in, watching, everything else. We will see you next week. This is Radio Melee signing out.